Do you ever feel confused with all the sweetener options? How do you know which ones to try and which ones to stay away from? Erythritol is a commonly used, very low-calorie sugar alcohol and is a choice among the many low or no-calorie sweeteners. You're going to see it on the ingredient labels of many food products with less sugar. Is it bariatric-friendly? Or will it cause unfriendly symptoms you don't want? Let's talk about erythritol coming up. Looking to change up your vitamin routine? ProCare has a new multivitamin soft chew that comes with three delicious fruit flavors. With flexible dosing, you can accommodate your whole family's vitamin needs, and it even includes iron. Paired with calcium chews and our new protein powder. Visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 107. I'm here to help you cut through all the health hype, give you accurate, evidence-based nutrition information, simple step-by-step strategies that can change your life today. This podcast is for you. I want to give a shout out to Talitha, who said, thank you for the stellar content. Talitha, thank you for listening to the podcast. So many times we feel like we're epic failures for whatever reasons. My goal is to share nutrition content that is helpful in your daily life, and hopefully it reminds you and everyone who listens that you're worth it. Erythritol, a popular low-calorie sweetener used in all types of food items, from ice cream to cookies and candy, beverages, and more. That's one of the reasons I want to talk about it specifically today, is because it is so popular. It belongs to a class of compounds known as sugar alcohols. Well, what are sugar alcohols and erythritol specifically, and why do they matter in a bariatric diet? Let's review sugar alcohols before we hone in on erythritol. They're a carbohydrate and they're sweet tasting, but with a demo, uh, a different chemical makeup that resembles both sugar and alcohol. Because of their molecular structure, sugar alcohols trigger the sweet taste receptors on your tongue. But hold on, don't miss this. Come in close, it's important. Sugar alcohols do not do not contain ethanol or alcohol, so they're safe if you're avoiding alcohol. Various sugar alcohols are also added to processed food items, just like sugars, but they have fewer calories. So sugar, or the various sugars, contain four calories per gram, while most sugar alcohols only contain two calories per gram. And then erythritol is an exception with only point to four calories per gram. So basically, almost zero calories. Sugar alcohols are also found naturally and some fruits and veggies such as apples and plums, peaches, strawberries, bell pepper, avocado. But sugar alcohols are also man-made, usually by processing corn or wheat starch with the end result that looks like powdery white crystals. You've probably noticed sugar alcohols such as sorbitol, xylitol, erythritol, and mannitol. These are the four that you see a lot added to various products such as chewing gum and candy, ice creams, protein bars, and even toothpaste. 
Well, due to their unique chemical structure, your body doesn't digest and absorb sugar alcohols as efficiently as sugars. In fact, they are slowly and incompletely absorbed from the small intestine into the blood. And since they are not well absorbed, if you consume a lot of sugar alcohols, they can cause bloating, gas, stomach pain, diarrhea, all of this when they get into your colon. Well, here's where erythritol is just a little bit different and why I want you to know about it specifically. About 90% of the erythritol is absorbed into your bloodstream and excreted in the urine before it ever reaches your colon. So the chance for gastrointestinal issues that we just mentioned, that bloating, that gas, stomach pain, diarrhea, is less. So, okay, so what does this mean? Can you tolerate erythritol? And if so, how much can you use? The short answer is maybe. If you are already bothered by irritable bowel syndrome or you have any other type of bowel issues, erythritol and other sugar alcohols may make your symptoms worse. But if not, suggestions are to try 5 to 20 grams per serving, per serving of the food item that you're trying that contains erythritol, starting on the low end of about 5 grams to see how your body is going to respond. This varies with the type of surgery, so it's a really good question to ask your bariatric dietitian about your specific situation. Because many times you'll hear an across the board answer, no sugar alcohol. So give you gas and diarrhea. Well, that's true for the majority of them. And it might be true for you for erythritol, but it might not be because of the difference uh, in the calories for one and its digestion for two. So one other interesting tidbit that's out there about erythritol is that a recent pilot research study found that using erythritol in a non-caloric beverage is effective in bringing on satiety or that feeling of fullness and suppressing ghrelin, the hunger hormone. And this isn't always true of other non-caloric sweeteners. So I'm a Really looking forward to seeing more research on this topic. In the meantime, get in the habit of checking your food ingredient labels. Look at the ingredient list to see if erythritol is listed. And if so, how many grams of serving it contains. And remember, add it slowly. See what your response is. Less is more when it comes to using it without side effects. And remember, your worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories LLC, all rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.